Walk around with my chest out of my skin smooth. I'm healthy. I'm in a mix and I'm handshaking, but most of y'all can't help me. What's going on, guys? My name is Mark Anthony Joe. And I'm Matt. And this is the Joe Brothers Podcast, man. You know, we just got home from the gym not too long ago, and 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 I hit a personal, a fitness milestone. A fitness milestone. I've been doing this for a while. Like we both been doing this for a while, but I finally hit four plates on the hack squat. I mean, the hack squat machine is probably is is one of my least favorite exercise machines ever. Like I don't even know who thought of that or who thought it was a good idea to put it into my program. Uh, but I did, man. It, it usually buries me. And for some reason today, I, I had the courage to uh, to slide an extra plate on there. Usually I do it with three plates on each side, and I put four plates on each side. And it, and it did. It buried me. You know, but I feel good, man. I feel good. I, I, I did something. I made progress. I, it's very rare now that in the gym I get to say, man, I, I did something today that uh, – that I've never been able to do before. You know, we've just been doing it for a while. It's, it's rare that those moments come, but uh, what about you? How was your workout? I mean, it was good, it was good. You know, I had a nice little push day, but uh, yeah, I, I, I did something today as well that I had never done before, which is, again, really rare uh, at this point in our lives for, for Mark and I both, but um, I had a nice little push day. I got to the gym earlier than Mark just because I had scheduled a posing seminar. So today was the day that I took the first step towards uh, being a competitive bodybuilder at some point. You know, I haven't scheduled a show. I don't have anything definitive on the calendar, but I think by the end of the year, maybe uh, I will have tried something new and done a classic physique show. So, you know, doing something, doing something new, doing something new. I saw him in there. I saw him in there, you know, posing. There was a couple other guys in there, too. You could tell all of them were, like, just dabbling and, and just getting into it. Um, and, Matt, honestly, Grace and I walked by the room where they were, where they were posing, and I didn't tell you this, but Grace looked in and she's like, man, Matt is making those other dudes look small. <laughs> I'm like, oh, snap, don't tell them that. Uh, but it's interesting. A lot of people on the internet, they uh, they think of us as like CrossFitters. You know, everybody knows us as as like the twins that CrossFit. And it's, um, you know, I was thinking about this when I was out running earlier today, um, how the last time I think you did CrossFit was HOA and... You know, it's funny. One, I think it's important to note that neither one of us identifies as a CrossFit. I don't think there was ever a single day, like not for one day, not for one moment, has either one of us ever identified as a CrossFitter. But people do. They, they do think. Uh, but the last time that Matt did CrossFit was we signed up for this big CrossFit competition. It was a team competition out here in the Midwest. Um, it's in Springfield, Missouri. But it's, it's not like Wadapalooza or the Granite Games, which are some of the bigger competitions in the country, but it is one of the bigger competitions in the country, and it's called Heart of America. And uh, we competed on a team of four against several other teams that all had several CrossFit Games athletes on their teams. Um, and Matt and I, not identifying as CrossFitters at all, you know, show up and, and, and Matt broke his hand like on day two of three and finished the last day, the last couple workouts with a, with a completely trashed hand. Um, and we won. We won. It was like, you know, it was just one of those things where it was one of those moments where I'm like, Man, okay, maybe we're, maybe we're pretty fit. <laughs> maybe we're pretty fit because we won. But that was the last day that Matt 
did CrossFit. Like he hasn't done CrossFit since. And I was when I was running, I was thinking about how you really just like pivoted. Like you were just like, okay, cool. Now I'm getting into bodybuilding. And I have no doubt that now, you know, you're you're taking steps towards signing up for a competition. I have no doubt that you're gonna, you know, do something in that physique world as well. But it's just so what I was thinking about is how, you know, we compete against some of the fittest people on the planet. And this is not what we do. You know, these people do this full time. Um, and we go into it with the mentality of like, no, I'm not here to like have fun. Like I'm trying to win. And then as soon as we win, you pivot and take on this task and this goal that, you know, you um, that you've never even dabbled in before. Like you have no experience whatsoever. And now automatically, like right back in that mindset of like, OK, I'm not trying to just just get on stage. I'm trying to go win a show like um, what do you think it is that like, um, I, I don't know, like, what do you think it is that, that drives you to always have a goal and to set a new goal? And, 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 and obviously I'm the same way too, but I'm just interested in hearing what you think, because, um, you know, what I was specifically thinking about when I was running is how there's always got to be something new, like even for me and for you, but there's always got to be some new challenge on the horizon. Like I've got something that I'm planning on doing that you know about and not many people know about, but it's like, you know, what is it? What is it? And like, how, like, how do those people just th that don't have, that don't operate in that way? Like, how do they even like approach life? You know? I mean, I mean, personally, you and I have talked about this. It's like, if, if, if you're not striving towards like the next big thing, the next chapter, the next challenge, like I can't identify, you know, like I, I simply can't identify, you know, it, whether it's in my professional life, in my physical fitness life, in, you know, if it's, you know, you know, if it's an ende personal endeavor, whatever it is, like there's always something next that I'm working towards because there's always progress to be made. There's always, you know, an area to improve or, or uh, you know, another challenge. Personally, it might just be just for fun, you know, but you, you know, you're as competitive as I am. You know, in the competitive world, like I'm not having fun if I'm not winning. Yeah, or, winning like, is fun. That's like, yeah, thing. winning is fun. So, like, you know, in CrossFit, you know, I never really had the desire to like. We're not CrossFitters. We're not going. To, I'm not going to the CrossFit Games. But HOA was one of the biggest competitions that either one of us has ever done. Yeah. And you know, to win that was a tremendous accomplishment. I was really happy with it. And uh, you know, after that, I was like, "What's next in CrossFit?" Well, I've already you know decided that I'm not going to the CrossFit Games. That's not a time or, you know, it's not, it's not a time commitment that we were in a position to make, right? And, uh, you know, so I felt like I was really accomplished and what more could I do? And I've always kind of identified as just like a bro, you know, like in the gym, I'm a bro, you know, I like to do the bodybuilding split. I like to do the thing. I like to push. I like to lift heavy weights, but I also, I, I like a challenge. And, you know, to add the challenge aspect of going back to being a bro in the gym, there needed to be some type of competition and, yeah. and and this was it you know bodybuilding was it it was the natural progression for me and not only that like if i feel like you know i did really good in this area all right what's next where what's another area where i can improve and be better and be more well-rounded as a coach as a person as a businessman as as you know as a, as a brother as a man as a father like whatever it is whatever applies right like whatever applies to you how can you be more well-rounded how can you accumulate experience that makes you better overall you know but I just think it's so interesting, like the thing that fascinates me a lot um, 
is the mindset piece of it, you know, is the is the set another massive goal and then start working and then set another and and, and and it's almost like something that I've observed about you, about myself and about, you know, quite frankly, a lot of the people that we hang around too. But like they never set a a quote unquote realistic goal. You know, like most people say, ah, oh, I'm gonna compete this year and you're like, nah, I'm, I'm year one, I'm gonna get my pro card, you know? Like for real. For real, like it, most people set those quote unquote realistic goals and that always drives me crazy and, and um, you know, I just don't quite, you know, like you said, I can't relate. I can't relate to setting those goals and, 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 and I'm going to give you guys an example. So there was a, an interaction that I had um, with a woman who I'm, I'm, I'm friends with um, and she's really, really intelligent. She really is. She has a degree in philosophy. Every time I, every time I run into her, we have like great discussions, and she really gets me thinking. And um, and I was telling her a little bit about about my past, you know, about how um, the the process of me just completely turning my life around. And 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 at the time uh, that it started, that that process started, I was still in prison, and she and I were, were getting into it and I was explaining how in the beginning I really didn't know like I, I didn't I didn't even know what to set as my goal like I started and I've shared this before I, I started by asking myself what does the absolute best version of me look like and I would try to like visualize that person and, and try to come up with a concrete image of what the absolute best version of me looked like and, and what he acted like and talked to like and, and all those things a real clear image because then I, I, I believed that if I knew exactly who I wanted to show up as, I, I kind of intuitively understood that every single day we have an opportunity to show up as somebody completely new. You know, like how you choose to show up today, it's irrelevant. It makes, yes, it makes who you were yesterday irrelevant. And like I got really lucky that I just intuitively understood that. But I didn't know where to even start when I would start thinking about what does the best version of me look like? Because up until that point, I had, I had never even considered living in a different way than I had lived up to that point, you know? So I just, I didn't know where to start. So where I started, and this is what I was sharing with the woman that I'm speaking about, was the first thing I did, I started reading a bunch of biographies. Like I started reading these biographies of these great individuals, like people who had had a massive impact on society and the world and the future. Um, and I was looking for character traits that I wanted to adopt, that I wanted to, to adopt as my own, right? Because I'm like, man, I might as well, you know, try to um, emulate the people who had been the most impactful. And so I shared with her just then and I said, you know, two of the people who had the greatest influence over me and who I've become and my mission, my purpose in life, um, was Gandhi and Steve Jobs. And, you know, I said, man, I just, when I read Gandhi's autobiography, you know, it just resonated with me a lot. And, you know, and then Steve Jobs is just a savage, you know, and, um, and she paused, like she was looking at me weird. She gave me this weird look and she paused and she's like, I'm just trying to understand how you're sitting in prison at one of the lowest points in your life, and you think like your 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 thought process is, hmm, what should I do next? And you don't say like, oh, I'm just gonna go home and get a job. You're like, I'm gonna be the next Gandhi, 
or Steve Jobs. Like that, that was your thought process. She's like, I just don't, I'm trying to understand how you go from one to the other, you know, how that is your thought process or that's the, the standard that you had the audacity to set for yourself. And in that moment, that was the first moment where I really realized that like while everybody has the capacity to think big, very few people actually have the tendency to think big. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, that's a fact. And then not only that, like I think it helps for me and you because I was just thinking about this when you were talking. It's like every challenge, right? There's always another challenge for us. Like there's always something next, right? But I think that that stems from being having overcome so many challenges. You know, it's like once you've been through so many things that have that other people would look at and be like, that was like a life ender or like that, like from, there was no coming back from that, you know, and there was coming back from like we did come back from that, you know, multiple times and time and time again, as I've faced challenges throughout my life. And I'm sure that you can agree as you face challenges in your life and you overcome them, not only do you overcome them, but you come back stronger. You just absolutely dominate the challenges that that come up in your life. Right. I think that the more times that you're able to do that or or let me rephrase every single time we I was able to do that personally it contributed to me being a better version of myself. It contributed in a massive way to me being more than I thought I ever could be, right? So now, as a conscious thinker, like now I consciously try, I seek challenges that I know will make me a better version of, of, of who I am today, right? How can I be that best version of myself? Well, tomorrow I expect to be a better version of me than I was today. And the only way that I, that can happen is, is being in relentless pursuit mm of the next challenge of challenges yeah. dang that's powerful i never really thought about that i really haven't i just had like a, a a revelation just sitting here right now it's like maybe it's because we've overcome so many challenges that we recognize the value of discomfort and challenges wow that's a that's good man you see dang Ah uh, man, so what about the people who can't relate? What about what? A, what does a person do that maybe hasn't had to overcome so many challenges in life? Like maybe they're you know obviously struggle and hardship. That stuff is is subjective to a degree, right? It's it's universally understood because technically everybody has experienced struggle and hardship and it's different for everybody but what about the people because you you and i i think there's an i think there's a real problem in society right now that not many people have ever been through anything that's actually hard you know uh and we, we dude it's so crazy i was thinking about this the other day like i feel like people who haven't really been through really hard circumstances it's almost like they're trying to create problems like you know everybody is like so sensitive like oh i got this happened to this and i feel like this and it's like homie like you're fine okay yeah <laughs> but i'm not gonna go down that road but what about those people who <laughs> what about those people though who, who have never had real challenges in their life how, is it are they just hopeless like how do we get them to the point where they understand and really internalize and appreciate the value of being uncomfortable every single day. 
Well, I think it just starts like, you know, Andy talks about this a lot, right? Like, I think it just starts with putting yourself intentionally in uncomfortable situations. Like, I know, but okay. But to like, the all right, so to the, to the lay person, right? To the average person who doesn't know. All right, uh, start small, simple, all right? You don't like mornings, get up earlier. Okay. You know, you don't like running, go for runs, right? You think it's cold outside, go for a walk. Like, you know, uh, you don't think you have time to go to the gym, make sure you go to the gym. Like, set for yourself a standard that you know, you know is possible, but you have never taken the initiative or challenged yourself to make possible for you, you in your life, in your day to day. Like, just the smallest things. Start with the smallest things that make you uncomfortable, that you don't like, and do those things. I really like that. I really like that. And it's not, it, it's not lost on me that, I, that almost all of those were physical things. Like, do physical things. And I think it's important to note that, you know, I don't think that we are people who are consumed by the fitness lifestyle. We, we definitely live it. Um, but fitness... Like, I, I, I wrote in my bio on Instagram for a long time, this is about so much more than fitness. Because people thought that I just was about fitness, that I was just trying to achieve a good physique or whatever. But that became, um, it, it's such a good tool to, to subject yourself to intentional discomfort every single day. Like, it is uncomfortable to push yourself in the gym. It's uncomfortable to do, to go for a run, you know, especially when you're not a runner, you're you're out of shape. It's not habitual yet. It is uncomfortable in the beginning. Like going for a bike ride. All of those physical things that that people label as exercise and fitness, um, yes, they are good for you physically, um, but I would argue that they are even better for you mentally, especially when you don't go through the motions, when you approach your when you approach exercise intentionally. Um, so I think that that's, I don't know, that's really interesting too. So for that person um, that has never experienced significant challenges in your life and you want to get to a place where you are constantly striving to become a better version of yourself, trying to become the best version of yourself, uh, trying to answer that, that curiosity that I think lives in everybody that's like, man, what am I capable of? If you are somebody that wants... Uh, to have that itch, you know, that you that you can observe in the people that likely you admire and look up to, right? Start small, like Matt said, get uncomfortable every single day. And I think what is the inevitability, which I never I never thought of this before because Matt pointed it out, but I think that the inevitability is that you grow addicted to the next challenge and the next challenge and the next challenge and the discomfort that challenging yourself brings just like i think we are you know i think that i think that i think that the addiction is not the challenge the addiction is the value that comes from overcoming the challenge the addiction the addiction for me is knowing feeling like a better stronger more powerful version of myself so like even okay outside of the physical challenges that you can you know present to yourself on a day-to-day -day basis starting small you know i think back to even like things that i did when i was in prison to intentionally cultivate discipline i if you guys know me curse quite a bit all right i, I just speak how i want to speak and i don't give a shit if you like it or not um but, in, and I've always been that way. And in prison, I went just under, just under seven years of, of the seven and a half that I was in prison, I went practicing the discipline of not cursing. 
and it wasn't for the sake of, it wasn't for the sake and mind you i was in prison like you know like like there you know i'm not minding my tongue for anybody's sake in there right it wasn't for the sake of speaking properly or sounding smarter or better or anything like it was for the sake of cultivating discipline within myself and you know even like i started reading the bible you know things like memorizing scripture i wouldn't do that so that i sounded like a know-it-all with scripture i would do that to cultivate dis discipline you know quotes that had a profound impact on me i would memorize them word for word just to cultivate discipline like so small things like that you know even those are challenges that you can face every single day yeah you know what's funny it, it, i've shared this only with a very few people ever <laughs> and i don't want to take it i don't want anybody to take it and run with it because you know it could be misconstrued but the first time like like when i started changing my life in prison it's so interesting that we kind of adopted the same mindset and went through the same progression of thought processes anyway and we we never talked about this stuff when we were in prison like i don't remember ever having a single conversation with you ever that was like i don't know about any of this stuff so but we did it, you know our transition our our mental transition was very similar the more i hear him talk about it you know i can i can identify with it a lot but in the beginning for me the process of me like actually cultivating that 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 you know that hunger to just be better and to find out the best version of myself it actually looked a lot like what we know today as 75 hard like, I literally got a big water bottle. I started drinking mad water. I would just work out a couple times a day in the, in the, in the housing unit, you know, pull-ups, push-ups, and air squats. Um, and I would just read and read and read and read and read, and I would journal as well. Um, but I, the only thing, obviously, that I didn't do was, was take a progress photo. But the first time that I met Andy, I think I told you this, actually. The first time I met Andy Frisella, who is the creator of 75 Hard, okay, um, the first time I met him, you know, or one of the first times anyway, we were talking and somehow 75 Hard came up and I can't remember if he asked me or, or what, but uh, I think he asked me, hey, you know, have you done 75 Hard? And, you know, I kind of like laughed. I'm like, nah, dude, I did like 300 Hard. Like, <laughs> you know, I swear I said that. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. What? I think he said something about, yeah, can't count what happened yesterday or last year. You know, that was yesterday. You know, but uh, but yeah, it did. It looked, and, and you know what? Speaking of Andy, which by the way, guys, if you don't listen to Andy's podcast, the Real AF is what it's called. You should absolutely listen to it. Um, he, in my opinion, is one of the greatest podcasters on the planet. You know him and uh, um, and very few others, right? So, um, and he's just a he's just a mm, he's a powerful personality. And, uh, and he's one of the most passionate people that I've ever met. You know, he just, he is extremely driven and passionate to just leave the world better, better place than he found it. And so, um, but I was listening to his podcast the other day and he said something that stuck out. It just like punched me right in the gut when I heard him. He said, we need a, a cultural revolution of personal excellence in this country. And I'm like, man, holy moly. I had to like stop. I was out taking an outdoor walk. I had to stop, rewind. What did he just say? You know, just listen to it again, put it in my notes on my phone. I'm like, I got to remember this. We need a cultural revolution of personal excellence in this country. That's what I'm talking about. You know, I could, that rang in my head 
for like the next 12 hours. Like I couldn't even, I couldn't shake it. Um, and I agree, man, but I don't know what that really looks like. Like I was, I was running yesterday morning or the morning before that when you were like, why are you running out there? <laughs> but I was running and, uh, and I was thinking about how as kids, we all go through like phases. Like you went through like a Michael Vick phase. Like, oh man, I'm going I'm to get you, I'm going to get you shot out here on the internet. But Matt went through a Michael Vick phase where he was like, he, he worshiped Michael Vick. Uh, me too. Uh, Kobe Bryant, you know, and, and and a lot of kids they go through like a video game phase, like Madden, or you know, even I, I know that my niece she went through a Hannah Montana phase. Like, but kids go through phases where they let their imagination run wild, and they, you know, they they get obsessed with 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 ideas. That's honestly what it is with ideas, and and their imagination, and. What if as human, or excuse me, what if as adults, we all like went through a phase like that of, of personal development, personal growth and development, you know, like how, how incredibly productive would that be? And like, what keeps people from doing that? Because honestly, I don't know if you can relate to this, but sometimes I look like people will, will say, man, don't you ever do anything else? Or man, don't you ever just go out and have fun or blah, blah, blah. I literally don't know what else I would do. Like, I always wonder, like, like, if we're not constantly trying to see how powerful and impactful and, 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 and just great we can become, like, what else are we doing here? Like, I don't, I really don't understand. Nah, I, I definitely relate to that. I mean, I, literally, like, like, it's Mardi Gras weekend, yeah. weekend right now, right? It's Mardi Gras weekend right now, and I've gotten a few inquiries, like, yo, what are you doing for Mardi Gras? Mardi Gras. I didn't even know it was Mardi Gras until like this morning. <laughs> like I have no idea. Like it doesn't matter. Every single day I'm waking up with the same plan. Get better. Be better than I was yesterday. And actually, you know, since we're on the topic, like you, you, you brought Andy up and this is, you know, kind of an idea that was introduced on his podcast. But the quote, something that he said that I will never, ever forget applies directly to this was at Summer Smash last year. He said, our obligation mm -hmm. as people, as people, as people, as Americans, but as people in general, our obligation is to take what God has given you and maximize it. Yeah. And when he said that, it's just like the same thing you said. It like literally took the wind out. Like it was a punch in the stomach and I was drunk when I heard it. He was wasted. I was wasted when I heard it, but I will never forget that. I will never, ever forget it. And that is literally how I approach every single day. Like I, I try to approach every single day. And I don't have perfect days. You know what I mean? I don't. Right? But I try to approach every single day by taking what God has given me and maximizing it. It doesn't even matter. Whatever cards he dealt, whatever my life, you know, throws at me that today, maximize it in whatever way that I can. And like literally like Mark was saying, I don't know what I would do outside of that. Like there's nothing else for me to do. Like sit around all day and watch I don't watch Netflix. Like I don't I just don't understand. That's so funny. Man. Matt and I don't eat. We don't even own the TV. That's how real it is. <laughs> that's that's how real it is. Dang. All right. All right, man. So, lighten it up, though. Lighten it up, though. Um, you know, because I, I I don't I don't necessarily want to get too hung up on the same topic. But but the 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 truth is, it's really it's really difficult for us to come on here and talk about anything other than getting better. 
because I don't know. This is all I ever think about. Yeah. Like it, it really is. But all right. So w- w- just like a couple personal things that that you got going on right now. Like what are some things that you got going on? Um, like what are some of the the big things that you're working on right now? Like I know you're spending a lot of time with your camera, creating content, TikTok. Um, I also know you, you you recently started a Facebook group where uh, for you and all your clients, like Matt Matt is a, a, a nutrition coach, personal trainer. He helps a lot of people with their health and fitness goals. So tell so just what do you got going on personally? What are some goals that you got right now outside of stepping on stage on, in the fitness realm? Um, well, I mean, you get, you, you, you kind of covered it. You know, I, I do, I, you know, I, I took the leap on Black Friday last year and, and decided to invest in an actual camera, which has helped me a lot, honestly. I've learned a lot just messing with it. Uh, content is improving. But um, working on uh, Mark and I's YouTube channel, which is going to be something that we'll be, uh, you know, working on together moving forward here pretty soon. But currently working on building a, my, my TikTok platform and using Instagram as a platform for good. Uh, just to provide value and help people in whatever ways that I can. And, you know, the primary way that I am trying to help people is just getting people into a Facebook group that Mark said, you know, I recently started. It's, uh, you know, it's, it's really health wellness based. It is like just a group of people with, you know, common goals, with, you know, a similar mindset towards growth and, and, and positive personal development and just teaching people overall how to like what a healthy lifestyle looks like, you know, like I said, I don't have perfect days. I like, you know, drinking beer and eating burgers and that's all a part of my healthy lifestyle. And, and I feel like nowadays there's really no, there's no ever present, you know, uh, you know, I don't anything really that is that's out there teaching people the basics of living a healthy lifestyle without trying to steal every penny that you have. You know, my Facebook group is free. It is open to anyone and everyone that's interested in learning how to live a healthier lifestyle, how to, you know, make positive improvements in their life. And, and I'm really passionate about that. And I really enjoy having a positive impact on people's lives personally and getting to know people. I love people. So relationships are my thing. Uh, and then outside of that, you know, I'm obviously taking people that are in the group and, and coaching nutrition and personal development, if, if that's what people need and require. Uh, well, then that's just something that I'm doing. So all of that is kind of uh, laying the foundation for maybe something bigger in the future. That's cool, man. That's cool. A lot of I don't know if you guys know this, but when I first came home from prison, what I, I was a full time nutrition coach, personal trainer. Um, I owned my own gym and massage therapy studio at one point and. I had a little health and wellness business and it was, it was, um, dude, it was awesome. It was freaking awesome. And like working with people and, and kind of like we alluded to earlier when people, I, 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 I have unshakable faith in the veracity of this statement, but I think that personal excellence, it starts in a physical sense. Like it, it has to start in a physical sense. You can't become the best version of yourself if you don't take care of yourself. You know, and so I I was extra passionate because my real mission is really to like inspire people to believe that they could they're so much more powerful than they than they realize they are. They're capable of so much more. You could literally do and be anything that you want in life, anything that you're willing to sacrifice and work for. But I really do believe, like we alluded to earlier, that it starts in a physical sense. And so that's kind of why I got into fitness in the first place was, you know, pushing people to to get uncomfortable and to achieve a goal, set a goal and achieve a goal, set a goal and achieve a goal. And, and you can kind of get that ball 
of of perpetual growth and 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 chasing after your 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 full potential as a human being you can start you can get that ball rolling in the fitness realm you really can i think it's the best realm for it because fitness is a really great um it's almost like um it's comparable to life in so many different ways you know it really is like it's you can't get results in one day you know it's slow and steady wins the race consistency over perfection like it's a lot of life's lessons can be found on a fitness can be discovered on a fitness journey so i think that's cool and and i also like that you mentioned you know why you're trying to work on building the youtube channel or your tiktok or your instagram because um sometimes i i i wonder what people's motives are in building a TikTok platform or an Instagram platform or a YouTube channel or a podcast for that matter. Well, I do. I wonder like what inspired that person to start. And I think it's important to know uh, why you're so driven and passionate about creating content and just connecting with more and more people, uh, as many people as you possibly can. I, I'm, I'm the same way, you know, and, and the reason why is just because social media as negative and as draining as it can be sometimes, you know, it is, it also offers us like a tremendous, a tremendous opportunity to connect with people that otherwise, like we, we may never have had a chance to connect with. And you can find some really amazing people. You have access to so many people, so many ideas that if you just happen, you know, to connect with the right people, man, it can be, social media can be a powerful tool for good. And I think that Matt and I are both you know, on the same page about this. We're just so driven to, you know, provide something good for hopefully you to stumble upon, you know, this day or tomorrow or the next day or the next day or the next day. I, I get so tired of social media. Like, I, dude, I freaking hate it sometimes. I get so tired of social media and I just remind myself that, like, man, I, if people like you and I stop posting and stop showing up and stop creating content, man, I just... It, it, it's it's like a, it's like a point on the board for all the people that put bull crap out there. I'm trying not to curse. I'm trying not to curse. But <laughs> all the people that put bull crap out there, if if no if nobody's putting good stuff out, man, you guys, you know, if everybody that puts good content out stopped posting, that it would be the social media, internet. People wouldn't stop using it. They would keep using it, but their brain would just turn to mush. You know what I'm saying? Um, but okay, cool, man. I, I think. Guys, we just wanted to hop on, chat a little bit with you, um, say hello, introduce the new setting of the podcast. This is what this is what we're gonna move forward with. It's gonna be the Joe Brother Podcast. Um, I'm super excited. I mean, this has been my right hand man since 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 day one, quite literally <laughs> since, since day one. Dang. And uh, yeah, man, we just appreciate the support. Really do. Um, all of you guys that connect with us on a regular basis on Instagram, TikTok, um, hopefully maybe you're watching this on YouTube um, because that this is going to go up. Um, or even if you just, you know, were referred the podcast, you saw it on a friend's story or somebody recommended it to you. Thank you for uh, for sitting with us. And, you know, we're, we're super excited to start building this community out. You know, you guys, the people who, uh, whether you know it or not, you stick with us long enough you are going to be a part of a, a really strong um, and influential and necessary force for good in the world. That's, you know, we're on a mission. Make no mistake about it. We're going to have a lot of fun on this podcast. But uh, but thank you, guys. Thank you for listening. You got anything else? Nah, man, I'm good. All right. See you, see you next time.